at the very dawn of professional baseball was a man named James Deacon White. On May 4, 1871, James had the very first hit in the very first game of the newly organized Professional Baseball League. It was a double. He was the first catcher to use a mask and the first pitcher to go into windup before throwing the ball. Over his 20-year career, James played for six different teams, eventually becoming the oldest player in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And the very first words used in the inscription on his Hall of Fame plaque? Well, they just might surprise you. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. In his blog, author Sky Jethany stated that the inscription on White's plaque in the Hall of Fame doesn't begin with the words 19th century star of baseball or premier catcher of his era or led teams to six championships, although all three phrases are there. The first words on the plaque are consummate gentlemen. At a time when professional athletes were seen as unsavory, hard-drinking womanizers, James White earned the nickname Deacon for his commitment to Christian faith and virtue, which were evident to everyone who saw him play. In 1878, it was even reported in the Indianapolis Journal that an umpire actually consulted with White, a player on the field, about whether the base runner was out. When the opponent complained, the ump declared, When White says a thing is so, it is so, and that is the end of it. Deacon lived out his faith in every area of his life, so that the root of his goodness was obvious, and he was sure to give the glory back to God. Living out the simplicity of our faith, and not giving in to the pressures around us, it's what Deacon Smith did, and it's the focus of our reading for today. Early in his ministry, Paul had spent much time establishing and nurturing the churches in the province of Galatia. He had carefully taught that man comes into right standing with God only through faith in Jesus. However, after he'd left, some misguiding Jewish teachers left the new believers confused. Faith plus the law was what they taught. Faith plus nothing was the answer of Paul. Now, because these believers were so easily persuaded, Paul found himself having to reiterate much of his previous teachings. And even though he was a mighty man of God, Paul was just that, a man. So as we read in Galatians chapter 3, we can tell that the man, Paul, was a little put out with the fickle ways of the Galatian believers. Verse 3. Have you lost your senses? After starting your Christian lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? These believers had known the futility of life without God's Spirit, and they'd known the freedom that His Spirit brings, and yet they'd readily abandoned it. Flannery O'Connor once said that the truth does not change according to our ability to stomach it. And this is what Paul was prompting them to remember. It's like the day we took the training wheels off our daughter's bike. For days, she'd been begging her dad to remove the extra assistance, saying they were getting in her way when she wanted to go faster. And so finally, one night after supper, Ron grabbed the wrench and voila, our five-year-old daughter was on a two-wheeler. When she sailed down the driveway, the smile on her face was priceless. She no longer needed the safety net of the added wheels. And the same is true with us. We have spiritual freedom because of our faith in Jesus. We don't need man's extra assistance. And just like James Deacon White, that freedom is lived out in our everyday life. 
And the result? God gets all the glory. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.